All right, should we start this? Hi, I'm Kevin Peterson. And I'm Gerardi Peralta. And I'm Ryan Benoit, and this is Serial Podcast 9. And I forget why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> to make a podcast, Gerard. This week we have questions. And we oh, I just do... my fucking face off. <laughs> really, John Travolta, Nick Cage, your face on that tee. Yo, I literally watched, I literally watched that movie this weekend. Really? Face off? Yeah. Oh, Nick... yeah. Like, yeah, I woke up and like, I was like, I got nothing to do. I'm going to watch this hilarious, terrible movie. And then watch Nicole came off. home. Yeah. And then uh, Nicole came home and then uh, I was like, yo, I, I'm about to watch this terrible movie. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll just put something else on or something. She's like, no, nah, that's fine. Like, watch it. <laughs> oh, man. I loved Face Off. Yeah, I yeah. John Dude, Woo. I, yeah, John Woo I, could, I don't think, have a, where's John Woo? Isn't that who made it? The director? Well, is he in it, though? No, he's the director of the movie. You just said he was in it. You're like, John Woo was in it? No, I said he directed it. That's what I meant. Uh, I didn't hear that part. I like to just talk about, I mean, his spirit is in the movie, the essence of John Woo. (laughs) Okay. Especially when they do like the, he likes the slow motion birds, I think is one of his like, one of his sticks. (laughs) Oh man, what a movie. All right, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We got questions that aren't about face off. And they're not from Matt. Oh, No, we got it. We definitely got a question from Matt. <laughs> fuck. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Like, all what right. The fuck. Well, okay. We can we can uh, go through and talk about pick which one if we want the answer. So, I do like it because Matt like writes bits out to me. You know, like actual like comedic bits. And so he says. Uh, I think you should ask about their opinions on vanity plates, i.e., and he spelled it out LVR space 2K. So Lever Lever 2000 would be. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be super funny because people would be like, would just be like, yo, what the fuck does that say? Like, and then and it'd be so funny. Also, he said, also ask Kevin if he's ever had spinners on his car. Uh, yeah, I had uh, spinning rib humpcaps. Like right. I, I don't, I don't know if I got them for free from or or if I bought them from Canadian Tire or something. But yeah, I, I had spinning rim hubcaps on my Corolla at one point. And why did you have them? Because I thought it was hilarious. Like it was, I had steelies, so like to me it was like more hilarious than just steelies. Yeah, it says here to fact check you as long as we know Matt's <laughs> telling the truth. Yeah, because <laughs> he writes the answer. He wrote, wrote, he bought spinning hubcaps, so when he pulled the e-brake while drifting, no one could tell. So (laughs) Obviously, it was a joke. All right, here's actually the the good part, and we can see if it works or not. So the guys of S9 are so cool and sometimes not relatable because they're so cool and smart and handsome. (laughs) There are some stories of times they were working on cars and things didn't go as planned i.e. your gas tank fell off at a drift event because you zip-tied one of the straps. So I don't know if that's a real story or not, but... That's anyways, Matt. So. That's Matt's uh, real that story. Was, that was Matt. Matt's real story, yeah. Okay. Um, I got make I, it more relatable. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I got a story. I was working on my one Jay-Z, and I was going to put in my X7 Cressida. Oh. <laughs> I was so stoked. I was like... I always like I always like the like clean look of the motor where they're like it looks like it barely works and like 
So I'm like, oh, I'm going to remove all this like unnecessary wiring off the motor. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, tracing them back and cutting off plugs and like going through it. And I'm all stoked. And, I and we're, we're, we're building this car in like my mom's driveway at this point. So yeah, like outside. So yeah. Anyways. Yeah. This is a long, this is a long time ago, you know, like, um, so then, you know, I, I pulled the, pulled the hall harness through the intake manifold and I, you know, I'm plugging everything in and I'm like, there's only fucking five injector plugs. <laughs> Like what's going on? Like, and then yeah, it, it turns out that yeah, I cut one of the injectors like right out of the loom and <laughs> very <laughs> had to like go go back in and like trace that back and like yeah, rewire the, the sixth injector for my car. And then it worked, you got it going, everything yeah, no, no. Uh yeah, no, it was all good okay. after that, but it was just definitely pretty <laughs> hilarious. How long did it take you to crack that riddle? Uh, I mean, Found it right one, away. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Once, all right. All right. Once I went accurate. to plug it in and it didn't, it didn't add up. Then, <laughs> yeah, okay. Like I think you cut it off, man. He's like, no, no, no. I cut off like the, the evap or purge, and I'm like, no, I'm for sure you cut an injector. <laughs> um, yeah, my thing was like when I built the Cressida, I was like all about making it fucking crazy and super clean and like all this shit. So it's like didn't want any wiring in the engine bay didn't want a normal radiator setup, you know, I didn't want uh, like everything was just like super clean and super sano and like whatever. So I've made all this custom shit, custom radiator, custom AN fittings, like even the AN fittings themselves were custom. Like I had to get them. So I, I didn't like the color. So I got parts of them anodized and then they weren't added. Like the color wasn't nice. So I got them re stripped and repolished and then re anodized and like, it was just like excessive. Right. So yeah. Step one was I made this custom radiator, which was like kind of fucking fine, except I like kind of fucked it up. Like I, I basically ran the car super hot and like, I think their fan was wired backwards and shit. And like, I ballooned the rad, but like it was a custom fucking radiator. So now I had to like buy another radiator and like get my buddy to weld all the fucking tanks and all this other shit. And like, it was just, the other thing was the wiring. I didn't want any wiring in the engine bay. So I just basically tucked it, but like basically brought it to the outside. Not, not like the, like inside the fender, but on top of like the chassis. And then I took the whole fuse box and I just put it on the outside of the engine bay. And I was just like, well, fuck this car never sees rain and shit anyway. So I just like hastily just fucking basically zip tied it to the front. And then of course it was my daily driver. And I was like, oh, it's raining. So I just put like, a grocery bag over it and like a bunch of other zip ties and stuff. Uh, so sometimes it would be parked and I'd be like, Oh, why are the fucking lights on? Like, that's weird. And I'd go over and like grab the fuse box and empty out the bag of water. And yeah, like, the entire fuse box, fuse was, box is like, yeah, submerged. it was just shorted out. Like the ignition was on and shit. And like, it was super brutal. And like, I drove it like that forever just cause like, I, if it fucking worked, man, I didn't care. Like it, it didn't, it didn't like, <laughs> Well, yeah, when it didn't work, I was like, oh, shit, like, what's going on? But, yeah, it was always just, like, this bagged, like, fuse box behind my bumper that nobody really ever saw except, like, occasionally. Um, when you had to drain the water. When I had to drain the water out, yeah. <laughs> and then SCG Neil's always got a story about that. He's like, oh, I can't believe you fucking did that, blah, blah. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, it was still a super sick car, but, like, I was eventually going to do that <laughs> wiring. I just never got around to it because I sold the car, but, like. 
Um, yeah, like that car also had like cut rear inner fenders. So when you drift in the rain, like the oh, rocker, the rocker panel would fill up with water and then you right. break and the water would slosh forward and shoot <laughs> out of the rocker panels up into, into the, the floor, cab, in, yeah. into the fucking foot, yeah. the footwell. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. I never, I never fucking sealed that up. No, that yeah. was, was that the same car? No, it was the other car. I sealed up the yellow car, but the first oh, car yeah. wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. So you cut you cut the inner fenders out so that I could make the wide fenders on the on the first Crescent or whatever. And also that car had no heater. So that car was just the absolute nightmare. You'd you'd basically yeah. be driving in the rain, the windshield would be completely fogged up, and the the footwells were full of water. <laughs> it's just the shittiest thing ever yeah. to drive. And that's why I vowed to never not have no interior and also not ever remove my heater and not ever yeah. try to build custom shit that's so obscure that you can't just buy it and put and replace it. You know what I mean? Like you need a heater and you yeah. need to you need to seal that like rear fender. Like the Celsius like... the Celsius didn't have a sealed rear fender for a bit. And like Yeah, it's a fucking if it's like a summertime car, that's not the worst, but yeah. But also all the rocks and dirt and stuff go like into the yeah. trunk and into like Yeah, the... exactly. And like you do a burnout, the entire car fills oh, yeah. smoke. Like uh, what was another thing? That was kind of like a bit janky. I could fill the two hours of this podcast with just myself. like With jank. Let's not yeah. do that. <laughs> We're here to make you guys sound reputable. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them about the bearings on your... Uh, that, that was the one I was going the, to The bearings yeah. on your Corolla that you, you yeah. put on with an impact gun. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I had this TE and it needed, I needed to do the wheel. I probably didn't Fuck. need to do the wheel bearings, but I was like, I'm going to do the wheel bearings. So then... Um, yeah, I did the front wheel bearings. I was like supposed to go to my girlfriend's house like right away after. So, you know, I put them on. I had this like a little electric impact gun. I like, I'm like, yeah, they're tight. Good. You know, put the rotor on, start going. Everything seems fine. I get on the highway. I'm like, yo, something is not fine. Like it's pulling so hard to one side. I pull over. It's like the entire rim. It's like a steel, like diamond racing rim. It was like glowing. And I just, I remember calling Gerard and I'm just like, yo man, like, he's like, what, like what happened? And I'm like, I don't know. I just like put it on like with the gun. And like, he's like, wait a minute, just like put the bearing on with the impact gun. Like, and I was like, yeah, no, like, you know, it's, it's good. And he's just like, no nah, man, that's like really not good. Like, obviously it's way too tight. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what do I do? And he was like, well, fuck, like, I don't know, like call it. Yeah. Cause it's a tapered like, bearing. Uh, turned around and like drove it home. <laughs> uh and yeah she, i remember she was choked she was all like what do you mean you're not coming like i'm like well fuck my car is like about like it's totally fucked that wheel would never true again it, it got so warped <laughs> from the heat that like the wheel was ruined forever if we've learned anything from alanis morissette's little ditty it's you live you learn so that all these tales of failure lead to the amalgamation of greatness that is serial nine I think that's the moral of that story. The moral uh, of that song is terrible. That's like one of the worst songs ever. You live, you learn. Oh, yeah. I learned. Can I tell people what I learned about Gerard in the last week? Which what? is great. Yeah. I didn't know that Gerard liked music from the 80s. And then it turns out that he does. And it made sense. I was like, oh, yeah, Gerard's <laughs> old. But every time Gerard <laughs> recommends music, it's always like some fucking like Russian like trap music or, you know, like. So I'm like, man, Gerard's like super cool all the time. And then we're just in the car listening to like Prince. I'm like, what's going on? 
<laughs> I mean, some people would argue Prince is really cool, but you know, Prince is whatever. fucking cool. What are you yeah, talking Prince about? is cool. All right, all right. It's not, not my cup of tea. Yeah. I can respect it. It's fine. Sticking with my line. Yeah, no, specific. 80s was rad. I, I literally went to 80s night at Shine for fucking like six years straight, which was weird because it's on a Tuesday. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. All right, here's a fun one. So Trevor Keaty on Instagram messaged us and he said... How would you guys go about doing a turbo setup on something like an IS300 or I guess any NAJZ? Love the podcast! Exclamation point. Yeah, I mean, I would just turbo it. Like it's but already a Jay-Z. How would you go about it? Like he said, how would you go about doing a turbo setup on there? Well, you got to get your manifold and your turbo. <laughs> yeah, basically. You know? Yeah. Those okay. are, yeah, that's, that's the beginning. Uh, yeah, you probably will need a standalone of some sort. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you could probably do a piggyback, but that's like some 2007 shit. So uh, you'll probably need to run parallel ECUs. I'm assuming, unless in today's day and age, they have like a plugin that actually controls all the bean and CAN bus Toyota crap. Because uh, ISs have like they have all that stuff to control, like the HVAC and the dash and a bunch of other nonsense. So the the factory ECU actually does that. And then, you know, honestly, I would probably just put i would just boost the existing engine like a little bit until you kind of got one of the two one or two things is going to happen it's either going to blow up or you're going to get sort of bored of the 300 maybe 50 horsepower that you can get because the rods are smaller on those vbti uh na1j's and then you know as you're already driving it boosted i'd probably save up for some rods maybe even pistons and then uh, do all that what do you think the cost is of this? Less than swapping in a two JZ VBTI for sure. Like I feel like nobody has. A, I feel like nobody has a one J VBTI, like you just said, though. But yeah, like I, I assume you meant. I see you meant two J VBTI, but yeah. Sorry, yeah, I meant the the existing two J yeah. non turbo VBTI. Yeah, yeah, I mean the thing is the the prices of those GTE motors right now. Uh, by the way, mine's for sale. Um, we're gonna talk about that later. So is yeah, they're like, they're like sixty five hundred bucks on the low point, right? At now. least, yeah. And yeah. I mean, rods and pistons are like I don't know fifteen hundred bucks, maybe two grand. You throw some bearings in there, and I mean, yes, you're honestly, probably... like the high comp NA, like when it's oh, turbo, oh. sounds super cool too. Oh, fuck like, yeah, dude! Hands down, the best motor I ever had was the one point five J, like with the with the NA bottom end. It was probably like nine to one compression, sounded sick, made a ton of power, ton of torque, and and honestly, like. The earlier non VVTI non turbo 2Js when they're turbocharged sound amazing. They definitely sound more 1J ish than like a, like a GTE, just because the GTE, the compression's kind of low. So it sounds all like, uh, and like lazy. So mm. yeah, get Good. some 10 to ones it, talk until, to your, until your open gate opens, you know? Yeah. 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 Just, <laughs> just build a high comp turbocharged 2J and that's the sickest. All right. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say earlier, uh, I didn't answer any of uh, Matt's questions because I'm already super relatable. So I didn't need to answer any of the questions. Um, and I don't have an answer for building an NA 1J or 2J. I would, I'm, as I've mentioned in the past, a strong component of just buying the car with the engine you want in it, which is yeah. an option for everyone. And yeah. it's getting more and more expensive. So. It's getting less and less an option for everyone. Yeah, yeah. it's unbelievable yeah. what these things are costing. It's unreal. Yeah, but that was my that's that was my my go. But it is interesting. I thought you guys would maybe also say the same, but then I you didn't. 
And <laughs> that also makes sense. Uh, all right. Here is one that I thought was interesting. Flockadile Dundee. That is a fun name. Flockadile? Flockadile Dundee. That's sick. Flockadile Dundee. <laughs> and then That's a good name. And it's yeah. Osaka, Osaka Flocka. Okay. Yeah. So he said, <laughs> also, you guys have completely ruined me with your podcast. I can't stop thinking about selling my R32 <laughs> to build a Toyota sedan drift car. Ideally... Either a JZS 161 or a JZX 90. And I said, I will just read the whole conversation. I said, I love me a JZS, but I think, I think the JZX might be a better choice. And I said, Skylines are cool though, too. And he said, yeah, but when is the better choice, the more fun choice? And I said, well, that sounds like a podcast question. So build a JZS 161 or get a JZX 90. Given so he already has a 32 GTR or a GTST. I don't know. Let me check. Oh, that's that's <laughs> crazy to go from that car to a I mean, like a JZS. Like I mean, I don't know. Like there's only so much fun can be probably had with a GTR, which but like you can't drift it. You can't like you know. So I mean, you can just simply turn off the front wheel drive. But yeah, I guess you would not swap a GTR <laughs> for a fucking either of those cars. Well, maybe not swap, well, but like you'd sell and get money to build it. I mean, if you've had it. I mean, it is a funny thing. People, this is interesting because there's a point where we would all say in the past, yeah, of course you would do that. A Skyline GTR is worth $12,000 and you'll sell that GTR and then you're going to get you're gonna get a little bit of extra money and you can build your drift car so you can go drifting. There's been a ton of people that have moved out of the, like the R32 GTR. That's crazy. I mean, I feel like those are the cars though. It's like the GTR. Yeah and the jzx it's like they've they've both gone to to the moon if you will and it's yeah. it's not like it's not like you could sell the gtr and buy three jzx 90s no you know you could buy probably two you could buy a jzs 161 and build the living shit out of it yeah and build sure. it but that's the thing would in that situation so if i lay out these three cars for you which one are you going going to take? And what are Kevin you going to do? Kevin can go do? first. R32 GTR, JZX90, JZS161. I can cross off the 161 already. Like, <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, I feel like Gerard did it. I'm not going to do it better. I had one. I never insured it. I sold it. It's, it's, yeah, it's not the car for me. I do like the JZX90. <sighs> um, yeah, it's, it's weird because it's like, I don't really want an R32 GTR at all, but like, it's probably like a pretty sick car to have. Wasn't his question like, which one should I buy if I'm going to between the between those yeah. two? Well, it said like it's kind of a. I mean, I can I can it. I can talk him out of buying either one. And <laughs> just sticking with his car, can't I? Because I said, as a guy that would still choose the JZS 161 <laughs> yeah. over a 90, because I'm an I'm an idiot and I don't know any better. On paper, for anyone else, I would say a JZX over a JZS. And I said, because I think it's the better choice. And he said, yeah, but when is the better choice the more fun choice? So I think there is that question of like modifying a car to be something spectacular, which we can all yeah. scoff at the idea, but I think everyone on this chat has also. Yeah, we're all practitioners like, of yeah. it, yeah. Because it's very easy to say, like, yeah, you take the R32 GTR, hands down. It's a fucking collector's item now. It's only going to go up in price, and you're going to take it to a 
auction when you're 65 and it'll be worth $2 million. And, but we also all could have owned an R32 GTR if we really wanted it. If that was like, speak for yourself. I never had a chance to. Of course you did. You were too busy. You're like, yo, I have six of those wrecked in my fucking shop's front yard. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, and this is the thing. It's that I feel like there's wisdom in giving people advice that you would never take yourself, like understanding like your own flaws. And I understand. Yeah, no, totally. I think I would take the 90. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like nineties more than I like the 161, but thinking, thinking about it, I'm like, man, yeah, I, I would have a sick 161, but it's like, would I have a, if, if I could pick a 161 or a 20 or, you know, or all these other cars, like, it's pretty low on the list. You only have two choice. It's it's lower on the list than the ninety. In where my does list. the ninety rate for you in JZXs? Where like where do you guys rate that car? Like uh, yeah. I like nineties. So well, okay. well, well, I mean, I don't know. Why don't you ask answer the question then? Yeah, yeah, okay. Answer what the would question. Gerard build between the two cars? <laughs> I mean, to me, there's three. Yeah, you can he, keep the R32 yeah. GTR. Gerard ain't gonna uh, fucking keep no R32 yeah, GTR. Yeah, obviously. No, he will. Oh, he's full Nissan. He's full now. Nissan now. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Honestly, man, if I had a 32 uh, GTR, I wouldn't do anything with it besides fucking make it super nice and just like maybe stance it out a bit and sell it. But yeah, I could agree that that would. And sell I mean, it? Unless, so no, I didn't say sell it. Did I say oh, sell I, it? Yeah, yes. you said stance it out a bit and sell and it. No, sell sorry. It. Sorry. I meant keep it. Sorry. I meant keep it for a bit. <laughs> but see, that's the thing is like, keep it for a bit and then what well you're gonna sell it, sell it. man you you're freudian gonna have slipped to... your answer already it doesn't matter yeah, psychoanalysis says you're selling yeah, the art that was a freudian already... slip yeah what i meant to say was like yeah like what are you gonna do with a 32 gtr it's either gonna look super sick be clean or like be super fast and like maybe track race it which is probably quite fun but like i mean for me that that I've never had a GTR because of that. Like, I don't think all wheel drive is fun. Like, yeah, you could probably turn off the front shit, but like, I would rather just have a, a GTST that was sick, except for the fact that the GTR is worth a shit ton of money and it's collectors and all this stuff. But yeah. Okay. So I'm going to sell the GTR for like a ton of money. I'm building a 161. Like I'm probably going to like, I like nineties and stuff, but like, I don't really like them that much. I mean, I would probably be better swayed with a hundred. A hundred could probably edge out a 16, but like not a 90. So I'm building a 161 and it's going to be pretty mental because I'm basically taking all the 32 money and blowing it on this like super sick. I'd probably just build it to be better than my last one was. I eat more of a race car. Um, and yeah, so it'd be like basically like a JZX, but like with the bigger chassis. I guess I would take the 161. <laughs> all right. I mean, otherwise I'm just living a fucking lie at that point. Like, oh, I'm also not crazy about 90s. And I feel like, again, there was a point where I probably, if I loved that car, I could have mm-hmm. had it. Uh, same with the GTR. I think really if push came to shove, I could have had one of those. It just wasn't. I feel like though, if you had a R32 GTR right now, you could sell that and build your car. Yes, and you could. And that is absolutely correct. I mean, maybe the 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 logistical problem or like being rational about it, I think says just keep the GTR R32 and have that, you know. But there, 
They're nice the heart, cards. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. And I mean, and to be fair, the that car makes more sense for me than either of you because I don't drift. I don't, you know, like I don't need a rear wheel drive. I just need a car that is fun to drive. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, they're nice cars and stuff, but like I mean, they are the first ones. The the only thing the only thing for me that 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 has is the fact that it's a it's like a what's the word like a cult like a cult classic sort of like highly sought after car not by me but like by other people so it has some weight like that it it's a it has clout I've driven those cars I've you know whatever modified them and stuff they're pretty nice they drive great but like yeah I mean it's at the end of the day it's like it's like it's basically like an old shitty Nissan like. Yeah. The clutch pedal bracket's gonna break and like you know the fucking the the window winders are gonna stop working and like the i don't know like everything's gonna go the, the wheel sets gonna rusted. break the struck yeah, yeah, exactly rust. like i mean the that's, tie that's, rod's gonna break yeah like <laughs> i will the one thing i will disagree with you is i don't even think that's a cult classic car anymore. 32 gtr no i think it's oh. a full-on class oh I yeah, think, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, i just yeah, meant i just yeah. meant like yeah. I just meant like a, it among has a car giant, people. Yeah, yeah. I think in the car world of what we do, it has arguably a pretty. Large yeah, it's got car. a lot of weight. It's got some yeah, big balls for sure. For sure. Like a like a JZS yeah. is a cult. However, if yeah, you would have said thirty three so. GTR, I would have hands down said fuck Oof. either of those Toyotas. I'm taking the thirty three. The thirty three. Oh my. Yeah, I love the thirty three. I think okay the. I did get one. So uh, those who follow Gerard or Serial Nine on Instagram, and this is a Matt question. I can tell by your voice. It is not a Matt question. <laughs> oh, sick! Uh, but for some reason, when Gerard goes through a thing, people reach out to me, and that's and weird. Come. They only reach out to me. I think it's like again, it's barriers of entry, and it's like <laughs> you got to answer that whole them. thing. Yeah, but maybe I, you're the whole... podcast boss. You are no, the podcast boss for sure. But it's also like I think like I, I'm the most available is also the thing, right? Like I mean, I literally reply to DMs like 24-7. So. <laughs> I know, but maybe people are intimidated by you. Yeah. I don't know. You never unless ask they're asking on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he has said that he'll answer things. I think it's just because I do ask the questions. Um Gerard, when you were very livid, not about traffic, but when you were livid about your blit. Yes. You wrote out a giant rant about yes. your blit. And people were like, is he okay? <laughs> Should we talk about this? And I think that this is actually not, I don't want to talk about your anger. You do you and deal with what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the root of this is driving like a 25 to 30 year old car, right? Modified car. Yeah, modified car. Also, this is counter to what Gerard always says he wants, like kind of like a plug and play car, but he never builds a plug and play car. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about how Gerard feels about the Blit. The Blit? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, I like the Blit. I like oh, the idea. I like Here we the go idea again. Of the <laughs> I like the idea of a Blit. And see, that's the thing. First of all, okay, so I've never had a hundred, I've never had a ninety, you know, JZXs, whatever. I've I've kind of always liked them, but I've never had one. I guess there's a part of me that just always wants to have something unique and kind of like a bit out of the norm. So I thought, okay, JZX one ten. I love the chassis; it's the best, in my opinion, 
uh, JZX chassis wagon, super cool. I've always been into wagons. I just think they're really cool. I love the wagons. The blit aesthetically is a bit difficult. Like it's a kind of a fucking weird car. The styling it's, it's, it's odd, but like, it's also kind of sick because it's like ugly hot. Like it's weird. Right. So anyways, I thought, okay. Cause I had a Verosa before, which is another pretty cool one ten. Ugly uh, hot. Ugly hot as well. But like, I thought, which okay. one's more ugly hot? The Verosa? The Verosa. No, nah, the Blit. The Blit is way more fucking difficult for sure. The Verosa is like, the Verosa is like, at least it's all like uniform. Like, I feel like the rear end of the Blit is, is extremely difficult. Like it doesn't really ever look good except when it's just absolutely dumped and it's only cool because it's dumped. Like it still doesn't really look cool. It's just is cool because it's canned. My problem with Japanese wagons, but go on. Uh... <laughs> okay. So yeah, then I thought, okay, well, this is, this is the car for me because like if I basically have always wanted a JZX street car, uh, daily ish street car. So I thought, okay, like I have, you know, three kids, I need to put my bike in, in it. I don't really like roof racks and all that shit. Like when Dominic and I go biking, I usually just put the BMXs in the back, which, you know, when I had the Verosa, I'd have to like take apart my BMX and put it in like the front seat and shit. And like with the, with the wagon, I could just kind of, you know, put the bars back or whatever and like put the, put the whole bike in. So I thought, okay, JZX wagon, coolest thing ever. So whatever I build it, you know, it's got the one J it's got this, it's got suspension. It's stanced out. It like, you know, has sick wheels. It's pretty cool. But like that car was a total piece of shit when I bought it. So like in, in, in the Gerard world, I would have had all the stuff done by now, but like, we're sort of doing a video series on it. So the build of the car has to be staged while I'm driving it. So like I did most of the shit and then some of the shit sort of didn't work out. So it's kind of like half done or like a quarter done in some areas and like half done in some areas. So yeah, it just, it just sort of sucks. Like we put a standalone on it, but we didn't like finish the tune because I'm already going to put a turbo upgrade and a different injector. So it doesn't make sense to do it twice. So I was kind of driving it around on like some, you know, some like quick tune that we did at like two in the morning or something. So it runs worse than stock. Um, all the bushings are fucking blown out like in the, in the diff and like the subframe and shit. So like, it's just super sloppy. So that sucks. Um, the GX rack I found out is extremely slow compared to any of the JZX racks. So that sort of sucks to drive. I can't put the knuckles on it. So that's a terrible, uh, the, terrible. the seats fucking suck. So like, I'm trying to buy seats for it. Like they fuck, you know what I mean? Like the seats, they're okay. They're, you know, it's a JZX stock seat, but like, like it would have been better if it was like an STI or like a, even a Caldina that came with Recaros or something like they're just basic ass stock seats and I'm six, two. So like, they're kind of shit. Um, it looks good. It sounds good. It's like kind of fast and like people like literally, you know, break necks looking at it. But like that to me, like when I'm driving it, I don't really enjoy it that much as much as when it was just dumped on stock wheels with the stock ECU. Right. So Anyways, I still like the car. I'm still going to finish it and I'm going to force myself to like finish it to the point in which I thought it should be and then assess whether I want to keep it or not. Mm. Cause I, I don't think I should sell it because that's kind of something I've always done is like, I get like a little bit of a hurdle and I'm like, Oh fuck this. I'm going to sell this thing. I'm going to like totally like start some other new project. And it's like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. it's like, give it a bit. Just chill. Like, you know, the, the process takes time. 
if it doesn't get done in a year, that's fine. Just like keep the car, drive the car, refine the car, finish the car and like try to fucking enjoy it for a bit. So like, yeah, my goal is basically 350 wheel, nice car to drive on the street. And then I feel like this bleeds over into, as you said earlier, the 2J <laughs> that was in the Aristo is for, for sale. sale. Yeah, the 2J, I mean, it's tentative. I'm waiting for some word back from uh, a certain racing engine company in New Zealand. Um, but yeah, I, I think really the, we, I, talked, we talked about it all. It's Nothing's a secret, is it? Yeah, nothing's really. I feel a like even even the fact that Gerard wanted to get rid of the two J, that wasn't a secret. Yeah. And like okay, so yeah, it's I guess it's official. The two J with the entire CD Pro and everything is for sale, um, to fund the VK fifty six like high RPM NA build. Don't, don't DM me about it. <laughs> you DM Gerard directly. And yeah. You ask if, him. if anybody's seen uh, the videos. Uh, with skid racing they're putting a vk56 from hartley racing engines into their hakasuka so it's basically like a five six hundred horsepower na vk56 uh, which is a nissan titan or armada engine um you know has history in motorsports and stuff like that it's pretty cool sounding v8 and it's you know dual red cam high rpm so yeah trying to build something that revs to eight grand it makes basically 550 to 600 horsepower and sounds sick and it's like a v8 uh what's your current favorite car that you own to drive the truck <laughs> qx56 yeah I, I knew that was the answer which i think <laughs> this is a big circle around uh a point which you made and yeah. i think this is where kevin's expertise will come come in as the king of the shit boxes <laughs> <laughs> uh even though he's upgrading and has all the crowns uh yeah the only shitbox part of his crown is the dashboard yeah yeah <laughs> still a cool car i yeah. was i accidentally drove through that doesn't sound right i drove accidentally. Through, Kevin, <laughs> through kevin's neighborhood i was like oh shit a crown and i was like oh that's kevin's crown oh man and i was like ant i'm like that's a good looking car but it's the new versus old you're the the infinity is your favorite because it's the newest. It has the most features. It's the most comfortable. It's all these things. And then we're all kind of in the business of being into like 30 year old cars that are, I mean, yeah, there's that. Plus I hate to say it, man, but like the Nissan-ness of it always puts a smile on my face. I put the window down to buy some fucking coffee and it's fast. You know, it's not like a Toyota window. That's like, it's just like, like, here's your fucking money. Like, give me the coffee. You know what I mean? Like the door handles are super easy to open. The, my kids can open and close the doors. No, no problem. Like it, it fucking, it's fast. It's torquey. It's just like, it's kind of just like brutish and like badass. And like, I don't know, that's just like fucking cool, man. You know, like, I don't know. Everything about that truck just puts a smile on my face. Yeah. I mean, Jody's always like, could we get a truck like that? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> Except mouth. for the fucking fuel economy. Yeah. We so. can't afford that fuel. I mean, it's the same as your truck. The fuel economy is the that's same. That's its premium truck. that you have to put in yours. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's the difference. $170 fill. Oh, oh, god damn. And how long does that last? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, Kevin's dips uh, sm- his smiles per gallon. Yeah. Yeah, um, not long enough. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. 
That was my big complaint with driving the forerunner back to Saskatchewan was like the payoff on the forerunner is like almost none, right? Like it's not like yeah. an exciting car to drive yeah. on yeah. the highway or anything. It's just bad on gas and slow and you're yeah. like sick. Yeah, <laughs> could have bought it, could have bought a Camry. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And yeah. that is the constant thing where I'm like, I I like this vehicle, but I don't know if I like it enough to drive four, buddy. Yeah, no, yeah. Jody is like full on Highlander, bro. Just, just pay that extra. That Highlander is fucking tight, dude. Get a Highlander. I'd get it. I would just go to like a Crown or a Camry or a something. Yeah, or a GS. You don't like want any sort of SUV or a GS. You're gonna get like a GS and the Aristo. <laughs> I'd get like a GS 450h or a Crown Hybrid. <sighs> I mean, uh, yeah, I'm down with the Crown Hybrid. <laughs> Yeah, you guys don't like the but the crown the, hybrid's gonna be ancient and the fucking batteries are gonna be cooked yeah, out yeah, of it. No, the, I know you, know, you, don't you gotta that. replace that, you gotta replace them. Uh, yeah, I know it's a thing, but <laughs> it's a thing. I, as a daily, you get a crown or whatever hybrid or whatever those are, and it's like I'm not worried about modding that car to do anything because it's an automatic so maybe you put wheels on it and some suspension and you drive it around but not anything too crazy because i want to go for speed automatics can't be your your car once was an automatic my friend (laughs) yeah i wouldn't have bought it if it was (laughs) that would not have been a thing that i would have uh also that's another problem in my head is that i yeah i still affiliate like automatics with not fun even though i know that's not the case anymore add seven gears and like rev match downshift and stuff yeah, but I've never dr- I've never driven anything like that, so I don't know that. You drove my truck. No, does that do that? Yeah, it's I got rev max downshift about- and it's seven speed. I was just worried about the fuel economy the whole time. <laughs> I'm trying to like navigate downtown Vancouver streets with your truck. Yeah, 10% throttle, Ryan Benoit. <laughs> yeah, man. Ryan, uh, Ryan thought the clutch was slipping, so he just had to baby it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, I also drove Kevin's car the crown and I was like this was the perfect car for traffic <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty sweet for traffic yeah. it's like comfy and I didn't like think about anything I was like, until you have to change the climate controls and you're like uh which one what where like yeah, you have to like fine. learn shit and I was gonna say Kevin you've dipped your toe into like modern-esque with the newest crown yeah and you say like all the luxuries are there that you've from a guy that went from like daily and an echo, a to, busted echo with a fucking a busted echo, yeah, yeah, and the windshield like no stereo, no yeah, stereo. yeah, no stereo. No stereo. Well, leaked. actually, it had a stereo. Yeah. It was a single, like no, it never UE worked. Boom. No, the UE boom that you would stuff into the oh yeah holder, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bluetooth speaker, yeah. That's a step up from your fucking headphones that you used to rock in like the Corolla. Yeah, the TE when I just wear headphones. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He's wearing headphones in his car? Like, what an idiot. I do like that you guys both went through this experience and were like, we should start a business together. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm just trying to like get at, I don't know what the real question or the, the problem here is, but it's like, at what cost... Or what price or how long are these 30-year-old cars? Like, what's the relevance of them? Like, it seems like they're frustrating. <sighs> I mean, that's that's the thing, right? Like, you asked me what my favorite car to drive is, and it's the truck. Because the truck is probably as fast as the Blit. 
it's and it's easy and like yeah yeah like, you oh. never have to do anything like you didn't have to do anything to yeah. get it there I just you literally bought just it. bought it yeah and it does all that shit and yeah. like like the en- entertainment system is going to be way better yeah. than the blit will ever be and it's yeah. yeah it's as quick as the blit and it can hold everybody and it's a truck. Your entire family yeah and you can put like a fucking bike rack on the back and you could take it yep. off road and yep. you know what i mean and like it does everything all at once and, and the steering's fun yeah exactly it's like it's literally like an all-in-one package that actually does a lot of the all-in-ones pretty decently hmm. like even if you want to fucking rip through traffic like like yeah you're you're taking some chances with like the cornering and stuff but it's pretty fun to you know it's still pretty fun to like carve like oh, yeah i feel like honestly uh, like and and I, I think it's what ryan's trying to get at is like same thing it's like with the 18 crown it's just like all right well it's you know it's nearly as quick as the 17 crown it like everything yeah, like if it, it had the 2gr instead of the 3gr it'd probably be like comparably you know what i mean yeah exactly but yeah that's what i mean i keep looking at g37s and like and like all these other like a q50 or something because it's like like is that is that like my truck embodied into like a sporting sedan like eh, you know what i mean like well, fully just feels like the the more newer and modern you get, the infinitely better it always gets. It's just like every year you're you hear it's like oh the you know like we improved the chassis rigidity like ten yeah. percent yeah or fifty percent like, and it's like how yeah. shitty was it in nineteen ninety one yeah, 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 yeah. like three hundred times stiffer in nineteen ninety seven like but we approach these problems by being like I'll just put some strut tower bars on it and yeah I'll put yeah. it in a twelve point roll cage and yeah. I'll go through the you, firewall and yeah in the strut towers yeah. and you gain Ta-da. fucking ten percent rigidity with that fucking whole roll cage now you have yeah. no yeah. interior like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And like all those cars, it's like all steel suspension. Like, you know, that's why, like, you know, like when with Gerard with the M35 Stasia and like myself with the 18 Crown, it's just like those are the next generation cars. Like, that's the next level. It's like, yeah, it's like maybe we should just be instead of like going bit by bit on the bottom end, we should just make a jump and like buy the new one. You know what I mean? Are we just wrong about everything? Like, we're holding on to cars from 30 years ago. I mean, dude, that's like when you say like, okay, the rant about the blit and all this shit, like, dude, how many times like, yeah. So we pulled a tranny from a G35 S sedan the other weekend or whatever. And like, all I had to do was start up the car, pull it out of the garage and like, you know, drive it around the parking lot a bit. And it's like fucking steering, like felt so good. Like the, the throttle response was fucking amazing. Like, and this is a new car. And like a lot of the things with the new cars are better, but like a lot of the things tech theoretically could also be worse like oh they're so detached and like this and that it's like yeah they're detached but they're still better it's like yeah you can be as attached as fuck with like a 1991 i don't know skyline or or a fucking soar or whatever but like that's not that good you can be detached and have some computer aids with a 2017 car or a 2007 car even and it's like still feels better than the fully attached or fully connected early car you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but i think i think then you like slip into that slope of where it's like all right well like you know you you know gerard you could get take the r34 gtr and like go around the track as fast as you could and like feel so good about your time and then like your wife could go and take the take hand around the track and beat your time Oh, yeah. It's like, and it's like, well, you know, like that, like, which is better, you know, like, 
I mean, you're not convincing me if you're fucking taken an R34, but no, no, no. I'm just saying though, like <laughs> it's like a different thing where it's yeah, like, totally. Where it's where it's like, do you feel that like your son who's never driven should be able to do a faster lap time than you because of just the pure technological advances? Or like it, do you do you ever feel that there's that room for the nuance and the old school technology and the being able to to do what the computers can't? Well, I mean, I, I think it's a balance. Like, honestly, like, yeah, I don't really like the computer shit unless it like, for example, in the Taycan, it's like the computers are crazy, but also that car is fucking crazy. Like, you know, it has 650 pound feet of torque at like two RPM. And there's just literally probably no possible way that you could ever drive it without crashing it. I mean, obviously you could drive it, but if you were trying to drive it spiritedly or like an asshole, you would probably just die within like the first day or two, you know what I mean? Like, or, right. or just destroy the car. Whereas like in a car, like a, I don't know, G37 or the new Z or whatever, like, I feel like those cars have the computer shit to kind of like, if you want them, they're there, but you should be able to turn them off. Whereas like, I feel like the cars, like maybe the Q50 or a lot of the Lexuses, like Lexus is literally all of them. They have the, like the most nanny shit. It's like, they expect the drivers to just be so stupid that the second you lose traction, they're just going to turn off all the fun. Cause it's like, Oh, like you probably didn't mean to do that, but they're, you know, whereas Nissan's like, Oh, like you want to have fun? Like, mm, here's the button, do whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? This is a good point because that's almost like that whole seat time thing where you're like, Oh, you need to learn on an A86 in order to be a good driver. It's like kind of the same shit, right? Well, no, like, yeah, basically that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, okay. Like, so if you could just buy a new car that had like a drift mode button and like you could no. exactly shred and perfectly drift all the time. Like, do you think that like no. someone who's doing that and film that video is more impressive than someone who's drifting a normal car? No. And that's kind of what I feel like where it's like, if you're laying down the lap time in the car that is like, you know, it's four wheel drive, everything is computer aided. Like, is that is as cool or is like, quote unquote manly as someone laying down a lap time on a car that has like whatever no abs and a manual transmission and but you're forgetting that the 34 gtr actually does have a shitload of computer no 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 i yeah right I like yeah. Not, yeah yeah, I yeah. Think i'm not that, saying it doesn't have no ABS no, no i just mean the, yeah. i just mean like like i feel like there's like a line in which like yes i i think that like let's call it analog and let's call it digital right yeah i do totally. feel that like the analog portion of car life is extremely important but i'm not i don't i don't want to dismiss the digital side because i i think the digital side for me is very welcomed however once the digital side sort of oversteps my analog to your like, analog yeah yeah it's like infringing on my analog love i'm just like yo fuck off right like i yeah. want to be able to turn the digital off i want to drive the car just like we were talking about teslas for example it's like i don't give a fuck to not drive my car maybe maybe i'm not saying never but maybe there's a time when i'm like oh like i just want to like if i had a 40 minute commute probably i just sit there and like just fucking do work or go to sleep on the way home maybe that's cool but like my 15 minute commute to work i enjoy every fucking second of it I enjoy, I mean, maybe not the drive home with the traffic, but like when I go to work, it's amazing. And I want to keep that sort of analogness yeah. to my life, right? Do you feel that we cling to the analogness of all of these things? Because it's kind of like, 
our claim to relevancy. Like it's our claim to the culture that we've attached ourselves to. I mean, I, I, I feel do, like we're real close. I think it's a bit, I definitely think I'm probably the most progressive in that area out of, you know, us. Um, I've definitely been sort of moving forward like quicker or whatever. And like, yeah, I'm fully that. ignorant to it. Like mine, like, <laughs> I I you've, also, it, like, you've been in it the longest though, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, like that's you've the, had thing the is most like, time to get frustrated. You've had the most time yeah. to do as many builds, you've, you know, like, yeah, it's funny because the most that's experienced that, that, that time came to me like I, I was into old cars. I had a 69 Cortina, you know, a, a 76 Pinto, and I was working on my 74 Capri and like the drive shaft blew up. And I was just like, yo, fuck these old cars. I'm sick of this. And I went out and bought a brand new Civic at the time, which was 1998, thinking, okay, like, you know, it's all going to be fucking gravy. Like, I just have to pick out of a catalog, you know, this suspension and this and that. And then really at the same time, like, car's a fucking car man like if you want the best shit you still got to build it like there's some like especially in today's day and age there's a lot of like nice choices but realistically there's still someone else's fucking idea you know what i mean so that was the revelation like fuck those old cars i want to get a newer car which was 98 and like now i probably had that revelation again i'm like yo fuck these old cars i just want to get a new car uh here i'll try to illustrate this as again uh I was scrolling through a Facebook group and it was like just one of those like general ones. And someone put up a meme making fun of manual people that drive manual cars. Really? Yeah. And then there was this whole conversation. It was like, yo, if you think you can drive a manual car faster than a modern car, like you're dumb. Like the mod, and like you've said, the modern sequential transmissions and all this other shit. I mean, that is absolutely the-, the most perfect like the most perfect example. Yeah. So anyways, and, go on. And that was my thought. I was like, we've lived long enough in this to come to the point where it's like, there was a point where if someone put up like, oh, I have an automatic, you'd be like, what, you don't like sports cars? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, buy yeah, like yeah. a manual, you dummy. Like, yeah. again, whole reason I bought the Aristo is because it had, like, I'm in that mindset. Like, man, if you're going to drive a car and it's going to be fun, it's got to be a manual transmission. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's, that's a perfect example because, yeah, like you would have been totally right however many years ago, but now they've made the automatics so fucking good that they're, they're basically manuals. And now they have setups where you can like basically mimic a manual. And in <clears> fact, <throat> it's even better than a manual. But at the same time, it's, it's not analog. It's like a digital manual versus yeah. a, an analog manual where you have to push the clutch you have to you, okay, find this the is, shift. This is one thing that I will say. It's like the the JZX 100s, the 161s, the 90s, uh, you know, all, all of those generation of cars, you know, even the Altezza, it, it feels like they're new enough that they're not quite there. You know, they're they're not there like all these modern cars are. They, they you know, like they don't yeah. have all that shit we're talking about. But you go back a little bit behind that, and all those cars shouldn't be there, and you never expect them to be like that. So it feels like those cars get the pass where it's like, yeah, like it's totally about you know that like the sensation and the sound of the the five M and like all that. But like it's it's like the the that middle ground of car just fits in this like weird mush pile of like like of the absolute extent of old technology before like this giant leap 
that happened, you know? Yeah. So when does the leap happen? Like, where is the giant leap? Like, when can you... Because, like, I don't think, like, the Aristo... No. It feels like every car after 2005 yeah, was sure. 10 times better than every car. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too. It's a perfect example. Like, the fucking Aristo it has, like, 100 computers. It's got, like, computers for the stereo, computers for the windows. Computer. It literally has some stupid module or computer for everything. And, I mean, maybe the newer cars still have those functions but i feel like they're more seamlessly integrated and it's just like a it's like a better experience and also yeah one thing i want to say about the manuals is when because those g's have like a rev match downshift that you can turn on even in the manuals and it's like because even the type r has that i remember like remember when i drove the type r and you're like yo is that better or what like it's kind of lame because like literally every downshift is perfect and it's like yeah it's like cool to have it but it it needs to be able to be turned off because I do like to downshift myself. And it's like every single time you do it, it's like, did I, did I, did, do I do it perfectly? Or did I kind of fuck it up? Was I a little too early? Was I a little too late? And that's part of the enjoyment of driving a manual. And yeah. like you should have that if you have a manual, but like maybe sometimes you just like, you know, want to chill. And like, I don't know when you downshift, it's like, I mean, obviously to us, it's second nature and shit now, but like, maybe if you're a beginner, you can, you can, you can turn the rev matching on. I don't know. It's kind of cool. I mean, like, maybe you like miss shift cause you're not paying attention and like, yeah, you were about to over rev to the moon. And, but I mean, that's, that's the thing is like, when you do that, it saves you. Well, no, when you do that, you're like, oh fuck. Like that was a terrible shift. And you kind of kick yourself inside and you're like, all right, next one I'm getting it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, totally. Like I told, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the thing, I mean, right? I guess I, I'm just curious if we're di- like, are we dinosaurs now? Is kind of what I'm saying. Like, you know, I mean, you're only what you choose to be. Like, if you want to yeah. stick with your fucking Aristo for the next 10 years, you're a dinosaur for sure. But, like, mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> and no, I don't, no, I don't, I don't well, like, I don't think that's true though, either, though. Like, you know, Ryan but I mean, that's pre- what you like. So- ap- yeah, like, that's what I mean. Just because you can appreciate and you have something else doesn't like, doesn't make you a dinosaur. But I think if you're, completely poo-pooing all new technologies yeah, and yeah, ideas yeah and that that then you're the dinosaur okay for sure yeah, but yeah. if you're just like hey i just happen to like this but i can admit that these things are better or different or you know like yeah there's you know like and i think it took me a long time to come around to it but now i look and i'm like oh yeah like an m series car is way better than what i you know like that sense of like there's cars out there that would probably would still be fun to drive, but I'm stuck in this mindset of like 16 year old me. That is like, you need to have X amount of horsepower (laughs) and a manual transmission. And it needs to be like rear wheel drive or whatever, you know, like, cause I, yeah, it's such a, like, it's, it's a, a, a bonkers thing. And I just thought like the amount of people that didn't chime in on that thread that I was talking about to defend like a manual transmission and to me, I was just like, man, if you can't drive a manual transmission car, like, are you? Can you well, call I mean, yourself an enthusiast? But I mean, can. that's the thing. Soha can't drive stick. And yeah. I, I was like, I was like, oh, like what? You can't drive stick? He's like, yeah, I've never had a manual car. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense because, like, you would have to yeah. seek out a manual old car to have yeah. a manual car. Right. Like, it's not like it's not like they're they're everywhere now. Like a Porsche, let's call it the 911, whatever. Like. Uh, or even like the nine, the nine eighteen Cayman or whatever, or not nine eighteen, the the Cayman or the GT four. You can get it now with a PDK, which is the 
automatic, let's call it. Right. So like you can, so if you're going to buy a brand new, like high end sports car, like, are you going to buy a manual? Or are you going to buy the PDK? Like they outsold the PDKs outsold the manuals, right. like fucking many times over now. So sports cars, like none of them are manual anymore. They're not defined by that manual transmission anymore. But see, even when we were talking to Satoshi as a young person, he said he avidly looked for, like he went out of his way to look. Yeah. Like that was the thing that he like, he explicitly explained to us. It was like, I looked for manual transmission cars and it's such a weird thing in the way that things have progressed that it's like almost the sense that uh, you have, there's no point that if we were talking about this earlier on, you'd ever have to say like, I'm into cars and you know how, you know, I'm into cars. I bought a manual. Like (laughs) that would always be like the first obvious checkbox of like, Oh yeah, yeah, you have a manual. But I mean, I feel like, I feel that that's like a thing through time too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like every car was manual and then, and then automatics came out and that, you know what I mean? And then it was well, yeah. And and then it became a thing for sports cars and, and enthusiasts to have versus like economy cars or, you know, it's like our parents' generation, like, like learning manual, manual cars or skill. Cars. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, that's the thing, too, is like, I, I literally say that's the thing like all the time. So uh, another that point is the thing. Another point is <laughs> like the automatic in the Aristo, the automatic <laughs> in the in the in the ISF and then the manual in the 911, vastly different automatics. Yes, they shift the gears for you automatically. <laughs> you just said manual in the 911. Sorry. In the end. All of the automatics. <laughs> all of the automatics. He's such an enthusiast, you can't not say it. Vastly yeah. o- different automatics. And like, yes, they shift the gears for you automatically, but they're not even in the same ballpark. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That's like saying like the, the shittiest little hot dog and like this gourmet handmade like bratwurst or whatever they're just hot dogs you know what i mean right. it's they're like, all just sausages yeah they're all yeah. just meat in a fucking phallic yeah. form you know what I mean? no. also yeah i looked into the isf because i was like man maybe an isf would be a cool car and it's like has anyone ever manual swapped it and then i didn't it was like that thing where it's like like all the owners said, why would you even bother? Like the transmission and what's in it is already better than what I can do. Like, and like yeah, it's oh. like an eight speed or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's sick. The the thing. It probably yeah, doesn't let you hang a gear though. I mean, yeah, because it's a Toyota. Maybe yeah. I would assume that there's some sporting programming in there, but yeah, like the reason why those cars are so bad, like Aristo, you know, like any automatic that, that we have this like, black cloud over like we hate automatic so much because it's from that era where the automatic was terrible yeah they're fucking terrible you jam you'd be going up a hill and you jam the gas and it would fucking downshift and immediately upshift and then downshift and then upshift and downshift and it's just like that that's not what the new automatics are yeah yeah and not only that there's only four fucking gears and it's crazy because yeah even when lexus and toyota came out with the five speed the turbos all had four speeds so it's like you'd get a gs 400 or even a gs 300 with a five speed but then you get the aristo it's only ever a four speed because it made enough torque that they didn't give a shit and the four speed was strong enough or like you know stronger so it's like now you have four fucking gears and like what a way to kill the fun it's like eh, oh like sick i just drive around in first gear the whole time yeah. so like i don't know what the other three or four you know what i mean like 
right <laughs> goes up to 95k like uh, yo, yo my Celsius here was five speed though i know that's what i'm saying all the v8s yeah. were five speed even yeah. the 400 and the 430 and shit but like <laughs> right. all the turbos were four speed and like how stupid remember when they had the the Lexus. minute you take when you minute you take the wheel off, you can't yeah. hold it in third. Yeah. <laughs> or or the like ideas Lex or T- Lexus or Toyota's idea of like sporting shifting where those stupid buttons on the buttons. steering wheel. There's like yeah, yeah. absolutely no feedback, no it's nothing. And like you press the button, half the time it takes like I don't know, fifteen thousand milliseconds to do anything. And it's like, hey, thanks for that request, Toyota. Like fucking hell right right i mean i still got those buttons on my steering wheel and sometimes i just tippy tap them for fun yeah I need they feel new... real nice how yeah, do I you need... have that wheel yeah i well because i'm waiting for this other wheel to come out yeah so are we but yeah yeah <laughs> you know like, and like look i was looking at other wheels and then i found out this company that i really admire and respect was building their own wheel and i was like oh oh, oh yeah i'll wait for that wheel yeah like no i was gonna get a wheel that matched the namesake of my car and then i didn't you know I'm, yeah yeah uh i think i need to drive at some point like a a proper new car that's like fast yeah you know like it maybe like maybe i drive like an r35 and i'd be like holy fuck this is like changed everything or or I mean, our 35s are pretty fucked up fast. Yeah, like, <laughs> something because I'm living. I'm living in the year like fucking 2006 is what I think for cars. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, so Gerard is moving forward on this. It feels like like mm-hmm. a little bit slowly. It feels like we should have someone who's really into old cars on the show. At I one feel point. like we're all how, into how old, old though, because we're definitely into old. We're cars. all. The, I think what I'm saying, Kevin. No, is but like, like I mean, like we're sitting old. here, we're all into old cars, sitting here talking about how they all suck and that, like, but the, you know what I mean, like. But I mean, we haven't, we haven't we asked have each other who, what we like about the old cars. Yeah, yeah. Like, but the thing is, Kevin is like, yeah, we're saying, like, I'm asking. I'm not even saying it sucks. I'm asking do they suck and do we suck for liking them is like what i'm kind of asking and then on I mean, top of that like you maybe what i'm saying maybe i'm trying to relate back to my previous thing okay what's the go on where i was just like if you get back into old cars which i would consider like now the 86 corolla and earlier like you know like hakusukas and Datsun 510s and TEs and like super yeah, old like, Celicas. Yeah, the cars like, that I grew up on, basically. Yeah, 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 like, you know, like like Japanese classics at this point. Mm-hmm. You Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, like you would never expect that car to be as good as a fucking Q50 or as fast or as like, but, you know, you, it's because of the sounds and the feelings and all of that shit. And it's just like, right. I feel like that. that's what I was tr- trying to say. It's like, I feel that the, the, our generation of, the, of cars that we're talking about like the you know jzx 90 through whatever 161 doesn't have that yeah, yeah. doesn't have any I mean, shit of the new car either i, I kind of disagree yeah i kind of disagree tell because, me why well i mean because i come from old cars like yeah like my my first cars were 70s 60s and 70s cars right like and i loved them because like it was romantic you know it was like old and shit like i had a british car from 1968 and it was like it was cool everything on it was like i don't know it was really unique and like you had to build everything and stuff and then you know i had the the fords that were like in the 70s and like they were cool because 
I don't know. It's just like, it, there's that whole, like you appreciate quality because I guess it was like the nineties when the cars were pretty shitty. Anyways, those old cars were cool because they were like from an era where like style and like, you know, whatever. And then, so the eighties were there. Like, I don't know. I fell in love with the X seven because it was like, it was an eighties boxy car. And like, yeah, I guess that's one of the cars you're talking about is like, you would not expect an X7 to be as amazing as it actually is. Like an X7 is a fucking yeah. amazing car for 1987. Yeah, like that thing way is, ahead of its time. Yeah. And and then like, yeah, when you buy it in the 90s or the early 2000s for the but value. Then, but then you go to the X8 and it was like that much better, right? Like the X8 was so much better than the X7. And I mean, yeah, I lost a bit of the styling, like romantic, like it wasn't as fucking cool, let's say, but it was definitely a much better car. And then you go to the X9, where it's kind of like, that was a bit of like a, hey, let's downsize and cheapen the thing a bit. And I, uh, do you know what I like about what you said, though? You're like, everyone was kind of like, all oh, the 90s are like shit cars. But then now we're talking about a 90 car. But now like. I'm hooked on a 90 car and wondering like, well, all these new cars have all these newfangled shit that doesn't let me connect with the car and I can't roll the gears and I can't. Well, that's the thing is you, it's time too, right? Like it's not, it's not 1991 anymore. Like, I guess we're from the not era, but we're from the like mindset that we don't even really look at new cars. And I think that's why we've been blinded. Like that's why Ryan. Yeah. That's what like, I mean. Like to me, a new car is a 15 year old car. Like, yeah, yeah. That that is the newest car that I ever think of. That's the one thing, like not the one thing, but that is a thing that Kevin said that like when when you said it, it hit home so hard for me. It was like a new car is a 15 year old car in my brain. Like it's like, oh shit, that crown is fucking new. Like, yeah. Like, it, isn't at all like that's no. not a new car i guess for me it's like maybe like a five to ten year old car is like consider what i consider a new car because yeah, i i like, think the isf is new like i'm like oh that's a new car <laughs> and i should like i don't think new. so yeah it's fine but but yeah so going on like i guess for me when like i i guess i have the history with the 90 as my buddy brought it in before its time was legal and like so i built a 90 like way back in the day and i was like man this thing's so cool like the styling was like way sicker than the x8 you know it came with a 1j which is much better than any engine that came in a north american so like that was like the sickest thing at the time you know what i mean like like in north america to have a 1j stock car in like 2005 that's like fully sick you know what i mean like and, and honestly like that's like a relatively new car it was only like 10 years old at that point but yeah at the same time like for example with the 161 like they're chasing this luxury stuff and like that's where they lost me it's like the screen is the hvac and like all these modules and everything's super heavy and everything's so lethargic and like yeah they just but also we're talking about toyotas like i don't know maybe bmws who knows that could be a really good era like nissan's same sort of thing like r34 r33 r32 like S1415, like the 15 is probably way better than the 13, but it definitely doesn't have that same like romantic character. You know what I yeah. mean? I think a lot of the the reasons why we didn't look at the new cars is we probably thought or think that they lack the character of the cars that we love. Like we felt, I fell in love with the totally. X7 and the X8 and all those 90s and 70s and 80s cars because they mm-hmm. have so much character and so much like coolness about them. Like, I don't like, think oh. it was like, well, like we couldn't afford those cars either, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And like any of the Japanese cars, it was like, well, like 
what's the point of even looking at a 110? Like I can't, I can't buy the 110, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like that was part of it too. But yeah, I do feel like the, like, does the 110 have as much character as the 100? Or is we'll it see like, that. Yeah, I guess like kind of like that's the question I asked you. Like, you know, like, looking at the crown, for example, like going from your, I don't know what's the last. I guess you had the 17, but what's the car you had? The 20, for example. Yeah. Like when you had the 20, like, does that car have a ton of character? You know what I mean? Compared to like an X7, and then does the does the 18 crown have as much or more or less character than the 20? I always wanted an 18. Like when I got the 20, I wanted an 18. Like I always wanted the 18. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it looked cool? Yeah. I, I just always thought they looked looked really cool. I liked the, like the headlight shape. Yeah. And like, yeah, I just thought that was like a really cool looking car. But like to this day, like, I don't know if it's just like a, that whole like nostalgia thing. And it was like, yeah. you know, like the, like the best time or whatever it was, but like, man, I really, really want another 20, like so bad. And, and that's a great point because like, if you were in, you know, 1999 or or let's call it like 2005 or even 2010, you're like looking at cars and you're looking at a, you know, like a plethora of cars, (laughs) like who would probably point at like a, a 1999 LS 400 and think that car's got a lot of character. You know what I mean? That's I mean, like, the one for me. People probably yeah. thought that car had the least character. You know what I mean? Like, I will say this. It's like, even to this day, it's like, is that a late model 10? Is that an early model 20? Like, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, like it's when you can't even tell like a model change between the two cars. Like, yeah. It's probably not that inspiring of a car, <laughs> but but I mean that, but it is make it and but you can make it inspiring. It is that I think that's I've said this before and I always say, but it's like we come back to this idea of it's like you can make it be something that it's not, and that's what we're in the business of. And I think maybe that's what I connect with is like the price of the things that we have now were meant to be more affordable and they aren't anymore but yeah. when we got into what we got even like the crown that you bought kevin it was affordable and it's like you can make it be something that it isn't and it's not fucking up an investment type thing right it's not like i'm gonna fuck up an m3 or i'm gonna fuck up a 911 i'm you know it's like you're you're fucking up like a yeah a, a toyota that was like five grand or nine grand yeah, yeah yeah like the the aristo is never meant to be worth what it is worth now and yeah it's exactly it's like the crown is the crown is like one tenth what like a nice jason x 100 would sell for right now yeah, yeah. and it gave you all these things to be like not feel guilty about because i guess the next thing is if we all realize that we were more fell more in line so i guess if kevin and i realized that like gerard's onto something we all sold all of our shit and just went and bought new cars and we're like we're gonna mod them realistically what would we be doing to them you know like would you be going all out same shit but but uh, but honestly then like realistically it doesn't make sense to have to have like one like nice new car that you're a little bit cautious of that you're that you have you know you, you spend a little bit more on because it's new so you have to you know you have to put more expensive parts on yeah. or does it make sense to have more make more sense to have five cars 
<laughs> that are all in various states and that there are all you know yeah i love the five car thing like i do and i like but i loved it at the price of what we bought our cars i guess and it comes back to like that idea of spending way more on these cars that i admired than i would probably want to so maybe maybe it does make more sense to have the brand new car but i don't know like do all of them have turbos are you upgrading the turbos like you're not putting a manual transmission in something that has like i mean i think it's all kind of like what you what you what you like you know what i mean like like we talk about that character thing and it's like why does ucf 20 have character it's not like you buy and you're like yeah this car is so sick i know but like over time when you drive that car it's just so fucking good that that's that's the character that it builds. You're just like, man, this car is like fucking amazing. And then you make it look sick. And you're like, man, I love looking at this car, but I also yeah. love driving this car. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. like some of the cars maybe miss the mark. So like you, you get this newer, whatever new car and you're like, oh yeah, like this car is supposed to do all the things that I want and put a smile on my face. And maybe it just kind of doesn't. And then you try to modify it and it's like still not really putting that smile on your face. And I mean, honestly, that's kind of when we're talking about the blit, that's kind of where I was at. It's like, I have this fairly new car. It checks all the boxes, but it's not putting that smile on my face. Yeah. And it, maybe it's because, you know, it's not finished, but oh yeah, maybe it's because it's just, not finished and stuff, but like, yeah, like I'm struggling to find the character or the love or the smile in that car right now versus right. just driving the truck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Which, which I, I could equate to basically I said, like, if if the truck puts all this smile on my face, like, I can't even imagine what the car version of this would do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I was just about to say that I kind of had some sort of epiphany here where I was just like, wait a minute. Maybe the reason I love the UCF 20 so much, like, was because it had the power. It was auto. Like, it, it was it was it was quiet. It handled well. Yeah, it was already all that shit that you. It was. Bought. It was like, yeah, like it was raining outside. It didn't fog up. You didn't notice it. Like, <laughs> it had it had heated seats. It had it had power. Absolutely everything, and that was at a time when and oh, the only thing I had driven for five years was X Seven Cressidas yeah, yeah. that like had no heat and like the rear defroster didn't work. And then like randomly, the, one of the rear windows would stop going up, and yeah. you'd you'd be like, oh shit, now my window stuck down, and like all this shit and then maybe maybe like the what i love so much about that car was the fact that it just fucking worked yeah and like and now looking back then i started modifying that car and it was <laughs> sick but like yeah maybe what stemmed it stemmed everything was the fact that it was just a good just ass worked. car it was just a good ass car yeah and i i literally just i i just realized this right now yeah it's kind of yeah this is a, it's a very funny conversation that we're having because I feel like it's this roundabout way of getting to yeah. like, uh, wow, we're really wrong about what we do, <laughs> kind of like it's like, hey, here's a really comfortable, cool car to drive around. And it's like, yeah. yeah, I need to fuck this up though, you know, like yeah. and that is it. I it's funny when I ask Jassy, I you it's, know, like, it's funny when I tell people like they're like, Oh, what do you do? And I'm like, like the short answer is I sell parts to people to fuck up their perfectly good cars. Like I sell a bunch of expensive ass parts for these people to fuck up their cars. Like there's no really other way to say it. That's all they do. It's all we do. I mean, like 
fucking up is a relative term, but like, yeah, yeah, no, you're taking I, a car that's perfectly good and perfectly like nice and perfectly whatever. And then you're like destroying the suspension geometry and the fucking underside of the car and like giving it no travel and like making it rub the tires and shit on the fenders and like all this stuff to make it look cool. You know what Yo, I mean? But it, it looks fucking sick, though. It does look yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's but this is, this is what Gerard. You said, "Yo, yeah. yo, you know, you know what? If you don't do all that shit, you're just one of those people who has a lame ass NOS car. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not trying hard. It's not even cool. Why is you flossing? Yeah, yeah. You ain't no, peasant. I, peasant. Peasant. Yeah. No, I mean, we have no I, mercy for peasants. Um, because Gerard, you said maybe we just like what we like, or you just like what you like. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to get at though is why do we like what we like? Like we're meant to like peak performance of a of an no, auto. No, I mean everyone loves like, different shit, man. Like I what know, what do you love about your Risto so much? Again, I feel like Joe Pesci from the movie Casino. <laughs> You know, like I just, you know, he, I don't know any fucking better. That's my thing. Is like I yeah. don't know any better. Um, I grew up reading uh, magazines, I'm gonna, playing. I'm gonna video. stab you in the neck with a pencil. Yeah, <laughs> I was just wondering why you did that. But mm-hmm. growing up, uh, you played video games and you read magazines and you watched videos and all these things from this golden era. People can't see this. I'm like air quoting. This golden era was like. 2J is king, 2J reigns supreme, 2J, like, the media loved to tell you that. And then, like, through our conversations, I found, like, ah, maybe the 1J is actually a better engine. But buying the Aristo was, like, holy shit, that thing's got a 2J in it. Yeah. But it's also a manual. So it's, like, when I tell someone about my car, that's, like, in layman's terms, I'm always, like, you know what a Toyota Super is? And they're, like, (laughs) yeah, I kind of know what that is. That one, but a four-door. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah, I have, like, a four-door Toyota Supra. Like, oh, they didn't build that. I'm, like, let me enlighten you. And then I get to explain it. But it is. It's the romanticism of a time where it's, like, that is 16-year-old me being, like, fuck, this is sick. But you know what's so funny about that? None of it is talking about your actual car. You're talking about an idea of your fucking car. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah You're yeah, not yeah. like, oh, I love to get in my car and the seats no, but that's are great. You, like you, opening no, the fucking doors. You got to sell the person on the idea. Yeah, of the yeah. Car. I, you got to, yeah. You got to think what I'm talking about in my realm. I'm not talking okay. to you guys about it, but yeah, yeah, why yeah. do I like my car? I don't you just know. You got to take I, it for a ride in your car. Yeah, I just fucking punch that clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly, I couldn't tell you, but it is. It's a visceral thing. Uh, I see the 161 and I'm always like, man, that's a fucking cool looking car. Like yeah. every time, like I take the recycling down or the garbage down and I like peek over at my car. I'm like, yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> cool looking car. Yeah. I liked those cars for a long time. You'd see them in the media. And I was always like, man, those things look fucking cool. When did man, you see them in the media? Like it was always like VIP cars. Like when I was, uh, like, uh, did you yeah, dr- yeah. how how what's the longest period of time you've driven? You've daily driven your Risto. So for the first little while that I lived here, I did daily drive it. So uh, every single day for months. Yeah, for months. Okay, yeah, that's cool. And, and you drove it like, pretty far, or just like I've driven there? it like to Portland and back. Yeah, it's sick. Like far, but like yeah, I yeah, drove yeah. it with like I like I got that car came off a shipping container or came out of the shipping container, got it safetyed, made sure it ran, and then I drove it to Portland with like four people in it, and so it was like, like rubbing in the back, yeah. and it was like, oh, and I was just fucking amped on it because like at that time, 
I love that it was this idea of like, it was a VIP car that was also a manual transmission. Cause why wouldn't you have a 2J? Yeah, that's like super sick. Manual. Like that's like the yeah. idea of it's fully sick. But going back to that point, I don't know any better. It's just kind of like, it's almost like my, that era drops off for me. And it's like, I am very always upset about the G35s and the G like, all that shit and i shouldn't be upset about them but i am when you bring them up i'm like boo and i yeah you boo those cars but they yeah. probably are a better car and out of the box it probably is a better car and probably all these new all these newer cars are probably better but yeah it's, i don't know yeah it's funny because you can tell that like i mean i, I don't want to say like it's a bit ignorant but like the vq was literally on ward's 10 best engines list like fuck i don't know five eight times or some shit like it's like a really really good engine but like at the same time you're just like oh it doesn't sound good <laughs> yeah, but i'm also but also in my head i'm like it ain't no fucking 2j that's how i no act. i mean it ain't a 2j but like that's yeah. what i'm comparing it to gerard when you tell me about yeah that, I'm like, yeah but understandable it's not yeah. in super street magazine yeah, that's true that's true it's not but... in fast and the furious it's not a papa hood type thing and they're not standing around looking at yeah. infinity and Paul Walker is talking about yeah. that, you know? And I, I mean, for me as well, I just love cars. So I would love to have like every single car and just experience <laughs> every single car. Like, like, yeah, I can get like some shitty car and just feel like the kind of like learn about it and know about it and like find the nuances of like, Oh, this part's kind of cool. Or like they did that really well or whatever. And it's like, I mean, you know, but yeah, I obviously would choose like a, cool or one that i thought was cool like yeah i've never had a bmw and I, it's kind of honestly a little bit stupid i should just own all these rad so-called like dope cars i've never had a mercedes <clears throat> never had an audi you know what i mean like i've never had any of those cars either like yeah we all are meant to be these like car guys and we've yeah aside from gerard who's slowly working his way up to a yeah. porsche Taycan. uh <laughs> we've very much narrowed ourselves into this like point of view and it's a very yeah man the more you think about it so kevin i feel like you're the one person that can convince me that i'm not that that i'm wrong i feel like you can convince me that i'm wrong about how i feel all right tell that old cars are the answer what do you need? You need me to tell you the old cars are the answer. I feel like though, if you think about it, like you got to, you know, think about it, you know, a car from the seventies and it's, and, or a car from the eighties. And it's like, all right, well, you, you can never expect that car is going to be as good as a car that came out mm -hmm. in 2015. And you, you have to just accept that. And you have to thus appreciate the things about it more so than the than the fact that you could maybe ultimately drive it the quickest or it shifts the easiest or all of these other things you know what i mean like and you just have to appreciate it for those facts and it, whether or not you can appreciate it for those facts is whether or not you, that's the car for you i feel you know all right one hey, thing i wanted to say oh, go on yeah. sorry is um the word special like maybe that's why we romanticize about these cars is because they're special. For example, like what Ryan says, like, yeah, like the reason he doesn't look at those cars, like G35, G37, whatever it may be, it's not a special car. Ryan's car is very special. Like it's like, it's an Aristo, first of all. So that's not a G GS. It's a fucking manual Aristo. So like, that's 
even more special. You know what I mean? And like, same thing with my blit. Like, that's what kind of keeps me hanging on to it is like, like how many blitz are there in the world? Fucking, I don't know, 1500 or 2000 or something like that. How many blitz have a six speed in them? How many blitz look like my blit? Like, it's pretty easy to, to have a car that's like special, whether or not that car is good. That's two yeah. totally different things. But like that special holds some sort of weight. And I think why we love those cars. That is an excellent point. And I think it kind of. Totally. No, I was, I was just going to say totally. But then also like, I was going to say like, mo, you know, any modified S13 in what, you know, whatever, 2000 or 1999 is kind of special because it's like, it's a new car. It's, it's like, it hasn't been around that long. It's like, so like the more new the car, it, it feels like it's not as special or, you know, maybe new cars never get modified as much because of the cost of the car. No, and then I would say, and this is maybe a more out there thing, but it's like at the end of the day, we belong to a subculture and in this subculture, you are more often than not identified by the, the car that you own. So the sense of having a special car in the subculture that we exist in carries a lot of weight. So in that sense, it yeah. makes total sense that Gerard is building a blit. You know, yeah. that, and then like, oh, and he has a Stagia that he's going to put another engine in. Exactly. Like and then Kevin yeah. has an Alteza that's like fucking glittery hot pink with zebra seats and three spoke wheels. It's like a means of identification. I think it's almost like the badge of honor that everyone has. It's like if someone told me they had a G35 and they were into import cars, I'd be like, eh. but if someone tells me they have an Alteza with a 1J in it and they drift it, I'd be like, oh yeah, I know you're fully in this. Like you're. What if they said they had a G35? With a VK, and they had a one J, and they drifted. There you go. Yeah, any, any. Then I'd be, then I'd be like, yeah, you're probably in this. But that yeah, well, so, like, what if they, were, what if they were like, hey, I have a Scirocco with a one J, and I drifted. I don't know. Yeah, that's nope. what I mean. It's just like, yeah, but I guess it's, 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 but all then that's those a are varying cool. scale, right? It, it becomes a varying scale. Of yeah, the one J is the easiest to put in the Alteza. Like, yeah, yeah. Look, man, I'm just trying to say a nice thing about you, and then you're getting in my face. No. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, you. Fucking fuck, fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> hey, Kevin, I think you have a cool thing. No, no, let no, me shoot no, up you a little bit. It's not that cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think one of the things that I've learned about through doing these podcasts is how it's changed my opinions on things. So it's like, it's like, oh, that's new information. And then instead of just being like, no, it'll never be the same as like fucking shifting all the gears. It's like, ah, maybe there is value in like a car that's newer than 2000, you know, like, yeah. Well, I mean, also like, I feel like you said, it's like, you know, you had Gerard's car for a week or, or sorry, his truck for a week or a weekend. And like you've driven the crown for a day, you know, and it's like, well, shit, like maybe, maybe my preconceived notions about like what make this vehicle not as dope as I want it to be, like aren't quite there, you know? Yeah. Maybe we should talk about expectations. Sure. <laughs> that's why that's why like some of these cars like don't meet them. You know what I mean? Fuck. So which cars don't meet expectations? I, 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 I mean when like, I see still from like I was choked about the blit because like yeah, anyways, go on, Kevin. No, I was just gonna say like imagine spending forty thousand dollars on a JZX one hundred, 
<laughs> there you go. That sure as fuck is not going to meet your expectations when that shit shows up. But no, but, but it might. Is no. the thing because like, because honestly because of the clout and because like you're the guy yes. with the one hundred. Well, also, you know? yeah, if you're the guy spending forty grand on a JZ, you really want that car. That car could be a pile of shit, and you probably yeah, think it's great. Uh, yeah, you know Munich's so stoked. Yeah, on there's it. no yeah, way exactly. you're spending forty k on that car and not loving it. You know, like it's the. Yeah. It's the epitome of what we're talking about. And that's kind of what I said is like, at those prices, should we? But the answer is we still do. And well, not us, but there's a version of us out there that's spending 40K on a 100 and just fucking loves that car. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is the specialness of it. Not everybody can spend $40,000 on a 30 year old (laughs) car. And that is special. Yeah, and I mean, that's, I mean, maybe I could, but I, I wouldn't. And I think that's the thing. I think that's a. Yeah. I think 100%. that's the thing that's like detaching us, us from those cars. Yeah. It's like it's like those cars were special to us when they were special, but now it's like there's this new element that's like raining on our special parade. It's like these cars cost forty grand. Like you and I know what these cars are worth. You and I know like these cars, like about these cars, and it's like this car is not worth forty grand. Like, but if you want my fucking special car for 40 grand, hey man, fucking here it is, right? You know what I mean? Like, I'll cash out. Like, if somebody gives me 30k for the fucking blip, you can have that one, Jay, bro. Like, yeah, which I is not gonna happen because it's just a bit too special, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Unless I find that one or two people in the whole entire world that think that yeah, that car is as sick as I do. It's, it's no, a little they, too Girardi. No, yeah. they want a, they, no, but they want a six. You know, there are those people though who want like a six-speed Jay Z wagon. How many six-speed Jay Z wagons are there in the world? And I never really thought about it though. But it's like that car is whatever seventeen years old. Yeah, and that's like like the car that you don't like that you think is shit. It's probably like the craziest iteration of that car that's ever, ever yeah. existed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, ever. exactly. But I mean, it's not done yet, but like maybe no, when it is done, it's going to be it, great. That's but what yeah. I mean, but even, I don't even it's know not even done yet. And it's already know, crazier than probably every everyone. That yeah, ever I mean, uh, yeah, you're, you're probably you right. The best version yeah, of a that's ever. Existence. Yeah. And you're like, ah, it's garbage and I hate it. That's too far for most people to see. It's like, <laughs> if you're going to spend 20 plus K on a 20 year old car, you probably want the cloudiest car you can get. And the But also cloudiest... you're probably not willing to admit that it has any problems or deficiencies. Yes, exactly. Gerard, do you think the blit will eventually get to a point where it meets your expectation? Yes. I mean, I really hope so. Um, It's like, this is going to be my last Toyota hurrah. It's like, if this car can't meet my expectations as a Toyota Jay-Z-powered rear-wheel drive Toyota, like, I'm probably going to be done with Toyotas. Well, don't worry. I'm still here with Toyota (laughs) forever. Kevin's fucking (laughs) trucking. Um, Kevin, I guess I can't really ask you to answer the same question that Gerard just answered. Maybe do all of your cars meet your expectations? I, you know, I'll bring this full circle. So the 17, I did like a million things at once. Uh, I did the motor mounts. I did the CD pro and uh, the 
the motor needed a bunch of maintenance. So I did like a uh, rear main, front main, water pump, cams, uh, cam seals, VTI seals, uh, valve cover gaskets, like the rad hose leaked. So I did like new rad hoses, a bunch of shit. And then I drove it, man, I probably drove it for two, three weeks. And then all of a sudden it started smoking like crazy. So I was like, what the fuck? Like it's, it's pouring out oil. Yeah. So I tore it all down and it turned out that it was like the, the cam seals. Like, I don't know. I'm just super frustrated. Like I had to do this, this job that I literally just did. So I I don't know if this is like relates to that, like the beginning where it's just like shit you did where you had to do again. And it's just like completely frustrating or the 18 crown. I just get in and drive it no problems but i i, I don't even know because so, I, I, <laughs> I need you to say the words does it live yeah. up to the expectation <laughs> honestly though like I, I drove it the last two days like it's so it's so fun man it's like rolling through the gears it's got so much power like you just like light the tires up it's yes yes it does honestly like go. the like the manual the manual crown 17 with the one J it's, it's really sweet. I I really, really, really like it right now. It's got an open diff, so it, it definitely needs a diff, but it is funny to hear us talk about the cars that we like that are obsolete. Yeah. The amount of joy that they bring us, I think is like very like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's it man like it's a very it is a very visceral thing and obviously i think we all kind of know that and you can't define it but and i was asking everyone too but uh, it's weird because i feel like you could scientifically analyze our voice and there's some sort of thing in the voice of me talking about the 17 crown there that isn't in the voice where I talk about the 18 crown, you know, yeah, for sure. There's, there's I, something there where it's just like, yeah, man, there's also like, expectations. Like I think different people have different expectations. Like I assume mine are quite a bit, not quite a bit, but like they're, they're higher than some people's. So I, I feel like it's a, like a lot easier for me to get disappointed with. Like it just, it just kind of came to me. Cause they're like, yeah, right now it has an open diff. And I'm thinking in my head, how the fuck have you been driving an open diff Jay-Z car? for even a day like i don't even understand that at all like i would have just put that diff in there fucking the second that i had it like it's just crazy and then you're oh, still like yeah i really enjoy this car it has an open diff and i'm thinking what? like but it's interesting because whatever to quote kevin from many episodes ago <laughs> like whatever happens in our caveman brain gerard the way that we talked about the cars that bring us joy mm-hmm. I don't think there was a point in this episode where there was a car that you talked about that you spoke about so fondly, warts and all, that like when you asked me like why why the Aristo or like Kevin about the crown, like I don't know if there was a point where like when you when you talked about the blit, this is the Gerard of it all. And it's the you're always looking to make things better. And then there's that just that thing where maybe kevin and i are just finding joys in the things that we can like i, I, don't, yeah, know. I don't know maybe. uh my other question that i wanted to ask really quickly was kevin 
when I said, I need you to save this and explain to me why we drive old cars. And you said, what do you need me to do? Explain why we drive old cars. <laughs> if I would have said the other, explain to me why we should drive new cars. Would you have done that? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> you disingenuous motherfucker. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I don't think you're the. the I'm here to make TV. Yeah. You're the, I don't think, though, you can fake the funk. <laughs> On when you talked about the crown, I don't think that's a, a thing that you would be faking. No, I mean like, and also yeah. you didn't choose the Alteza, which was like you chose the crown. So, well, like, I'm not. I don't drive the Alteza. Like, let's let's be honest with ourselves. That's the thing is like you have to drive the car, and that's kind of why like the Blit for me, I have to commit to it because like that is an idea in my head that I that I've wanted for quite some time. And the fact that it's slightly disappointing right now or discouraging or whatever it may be, like, I still think that it can meet my expectations. It just has to actually, I have to put in the work and the time and the commitment to get it there. Yeah. I want to get you to a point where you talk about a car as fondly as you talk about the Porsche take hand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it can happen. Though. No, I know. But it's funny because it doesn't even have gears. And I, I never even noticed that. You know what I mean? But it's the most positive I've ever heard you talk about. Now that I actually think about it, we're having this conversation. <laughs> it's the most positive things I've ever heard you say about one car. Like Yeah, fully. Like the cars that you own and the build, there's always something lacking. And Kevin's pointed this out. Gerard's always trying to be better. But the Taycan is like the well, one and, thing that you love. And every single time I drive that car, I'm thinking, what the fuck have I been doing with my life? And like, what am I doing right now? Like, I'm literally trying to take these shitty cars and make them slightly better. So they're still shittier than like this car or like, fuck, who knows? Maybe even a shitty Porsche is so much better than the best fucking Toyota. It's like, like, I'm almost like, did I try to reinvent the wheel when I could have just bought a nice wheel and made it nicer or just bought the best wheel? Your wife likes driving the Taycan. You like driving the Taycan. Yep. What if Dominic drove a cast powered car, but then drove the Taycan and was like, yo dad, all this shit is whack. Why weren't we on the Porsche Taycan from the beginning? Like this is, this is miles ahead. Like this is, yeah, this is like a whole other world. And I mean, luckily, my son I think enjoys the sort of visceral, like the engine sounds and shit. Because okay, so the other thing I was saying to Cat, because Cat really like likes a Taycan, so I sent her, you know, like a modified one. I said this one's yours. It was black and lowered or whatever. And then you know that there's the Panamera e hybrid. Yeah. So it's like basically a Taycan, but it's, it has the twin turbo V8 plus like the hybrid hybrid bullshit. But I think it's like 800 horsepower or something. And then, so there was a, a tech art one that like launched in, in Instagram and I sent her that one and I said, that one's mine. So, I mean, as much as I like the Taycan, I've never driven a Panamera hybrid 4SE or whatever the fuck, you know, like the sport Turismo Panamera. So like if it can be as fast and as exhilarating and handle as well as the Taycan, but maybe sound like what we like. Maybe there's something in that too, man. This is a right? lot of maybes. We got to get you in one. To yeah, I got to get one, right? Thing, you know, like because yeah. the thing is that you can modify that one too. Like the Taycan, sure, it's you know 750 horse, and maybe you can do some fucking flash upgrade, whatever. Maybe it'll have 800, whatever. I don't know. But the twin turbo V8, 
you can still modify the engine itself and then right. it still has the hybrid. So I think there's like those Panamera, whatever hybrid, they have like 900 horsepower or something and they're faster than the Taycan when modified. So it's like, that's something I'm really interested in because I love engines, yeah. but I also love yeah. really fast, well-handling cars. <laughs> so it's like, like a step back from the... the... <laughs> It's very funny to hear. I'm not saying it's without it. No, 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 no. It's funny because Gerard keeps making the same move over and over and over again. You say you want the car out of the box that you don't have to fuck with. And then even when we talk about this, you're like, this is the car that I can fuck with. (laughs) Yeah, this is the car. But I mean, the car car starts out good already. I think the car has 750 horse stock. So yeah, like that's it, already fucking nuts. Yeah, but you're saying like I could make it faster than the electric one, or sound cooler do, or something. Yeah, or sound like, like, and I get it, but you are caught in an uh, an abusive yeah. pattern with cars. Dr- yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, drug drug an abusive relationship. Drug yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and Kevin are just kind of like cavemen, but yeah, you're a drug addict. I agree. <laughs> um all right yeah. i think that's wrap it up uh all right so yeah like the the takeaway i guess is that unfortunately new cars are better and unfortunately is with like a double question mark <laughs> yeah <laughs> like maybe you know maybe you don't get the same feelings and exhilaration that you do from something that's harder to do or more visceral if you will but you're going to get there quicker with more comfort. Yeah. But maybe you won't have as much fun getting there, you know? Maybe. 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 But maybe getting there in more comfort quicker is more fun. Yeah. I mean, maybe we're just all kind of dumb. Like, that might actually be the take. Totally. Yeah. You know? know, Did you say we're all kind of dumb? Yeah. Like, we're all just a little bit dumb. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe that's the question I always ask myself when I when I drive the take it. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, am I an idiot for like liking these, whatever the fuck they are? Like, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah. but I mean, even though you love the take and it, it doesn't mean you can get the take though, you know, that's true. Yeah. And, and that doesn't make you dumb. Gerard is maybe a little bit dumb because we're all a little bit dumb, but he's trying to get better, you know, like he's <laughs> doing night classes. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but I'm I'm just happy being an idiot. It seems like and I guess the takeaway is ignorance is bliss. So on that note, <laughs> let's yeah. call it. All right. All right. Okay, All right. Well, thank you for listening. Time. Oh, what we should say is the AK-49s are out and in the store. Yes. The AK-49s are great. They're selling. Uh, you need to get them. And they're great. They're going to be on a couple of pretty cool cars very soon. And you'll see them in action. They're for the JZX100, though, right? In the streets. Well, they're for IS300, JZX90, JZX100, JZX110, Crown, uh, 17 Crown. Uh, did I say IS300 already? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah you better get them before they're sold out. Yeah. yeah. Also, they- if I buy one... I can't, but if I theoretically did, could I get a sticker with the logo on it? I think so, yeah. We're trying yeah. to make those right now. Yeah, okay, cool, because it's a cool logo. So, yes. yeah, uh, if you drive any of those cars, I strongly recommend you go buy one for yours because I can't get one for mine. So, all right, on that note, thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
You're listening to Serial Podcast 9.